there's so many really poor areas in our country. A lot of the people that we're trying to minister to just don't have access to internet. So that's been a challenge that I must be honest, we haven't been able to solve. Hey everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop Community, and we just dig into their real-life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So, listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. What's up, Mark? Hey, how are you? Hey, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, so uh, I thought it'd be fun just to connect with like different people in our community and, and just talk about what's happening in your life with this whole virus. So where in the world are you? I'm in South Africa. Wow. Uh, Pretoria. Pretoria, which is one of our capital cities. It's about 30 minutes northeast of Johannesburg. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's where I am right now. I've, I've been to South Africa before. I love Cape Town. It was so awesome. And jo- actually, we were in Johannesburg, too. So how long have you been a part of Loop Community? Goodness. Uh, probably seven or eight years. Wow, that's awesome. It seems like forever. It's quite hard yeah. to remember, actually, a time before loops and a time before tracks and that kind of thing. Yeah. But those times exist. Yeah. You know, I came out. Yeah. To, I went to Cape Town to lead worship. At, there was a vineyard church in Cape Town, and I led worship there. Cool. And then another one in nice. somewhere in Johannesburg. So are you um are you a worship leader? Yeah, worship pastor at our church. Cool. I mean, it's crazy to think that this thing is like impacting the whole world. Like, how is it's this crazy. looking at your church in South Africa? Yeah, so South Africa has been on complete lockdown since about, I think it's somewhere around the 26th, 27th of March. So what that meant is that people could only leave their homes for emergencies, for medical care, or for groceries. Only one person could go out at a time. So that is, they call that level five lockdown. Then from last week, we're down to level four lockdown, which basically means um, it's level five, but you can go for a run from six to nine in the morning. So you're allowed out there. Some of the essential services are open. Some of the businesses, uh, if you apply for a permit to operate, you can get that. So the churches are still locked down very much. And rumor has it that... Well, I think a lot of the churches in the country are planning to most likely not meet together again this year. This year? So the whole year? This year. Yeah. Wow. So our peak, so we're obviously in the Southern Hemisphere, so our peak is probably only going to come around mid-September. Interesting. Yeah. So so at the moment, there are no gatherings are allowed whatsoever, certain amount of meters that you have to be a part uh, before we go into shops or anything like that, our temperatures are being checked. We have to wear masks. Uh, wow. That type of thing. So no churches are meeting. When lockdown started, one or two tried their luck and it didn't go so well. So there were quite a few arrests. So it's forced the church, I think globally, to be really creative and to find ways of doing the things that we had to do. I think what's possibly different about here is that from what I gather, like in the States and some of the other countries in Europe, it was a temporary thing, maybe yeah. a couple of weeks, six or seven weeks, and then you can get back to normal. But yeah. this is, this is our online is our normal now for the foreseeable future. And a lot of churches are not set up for that in South Africa for a variety of reasons. 
Uh, I think the technology is not as readily available. It's a lot more expensive. Churches don't have um, a lot of the budgets. And even when we knew this was going to happen, we tried to source equipment locally in the country because our church wasn't online. We had been speaking loosely about it, but we hadn't uh, we, we hadn't started yet. We tried to source equipment and it just wasn't available. So we've had to do the iPhone and eCam route. Wow. And how's that been going? Like, is it is it working? It's working. It's exhausting. Um, yeah, right. yeah, because obviously everything's been pre-recorded. So now we, in this, in this new lockdown since last week, churches can apply for some permits to broadcast, to go into, to record, to broadcast. So we weren't even able to get together uh, to record worship. Uh, wow. We did, we did what I think um, most people, and I've seen, I mean, a lot of churches in the States are that people had to record in their homes with their iPhone. Yeah. Um, someone had to stitch it together. I'm the someone. Uh, had to stitch it together, mix the audio, get rid of the barking dog, get rid of the track and the siren and everything, stitch it together and then put that out. So that's what we've been doing. We are going to be recording now this week, Saturday at our church. Yeah. Um, for the first time, we're able to get people together to record. And because because this is so fluid, even the levels is fluid. We've, we're sort of in a place where every Thursday there's an announcement about what the next week looks like. Yeah. And different provinces are potentially going to be on different lockdowns. So things could change really quickly. So this week we're going to record for four weeks and kind of hope that that sees us through. We'll probably keep recording. So if we're in a place, so when lockdown happened, we, we were only given two days notice. So we wow. had to get everyone together in two days to record sermons and worship and everything then. But it's, wow. uh, it's a really difficult season, but it's been a really good season because We've just seen so many people have had to learn to be creative, learn to uh, use the resources that are available to them. We actually had a webinar with um, Luke McElroy from, uh, from Salt a couple of weeks back. And he said something that just made so much sense to me and stood out so much is that previously the tech guys or the guys at the back, sometimes the socially awkward guys, just trying to help at the back, they weren't really in the forefront of what is happening church-wise. And kind of overnight, those guys have had to be the guys that are kind of make it all happen. And so Luke was really concerned about, I guess, the fatigue of the tech guys. And so that's, he alerted me to that to just look at how we can spread the load of it. And so that's been happening, got more guys editing. So it's been good. Yeah. As a church, um, we're a medium-sized church in South Africa, and we, we're really trying to help, especially the smaller churches that just don't have the resources. And what we found in conversations with those kind of churches is that it just seems so big and so scary and so unobtainable for them to do I mean, they've said to us, like, look what you guys are doing. We could never do that. And whenever I hear that, I think if only you guys could see our setup and how primitive and basic um, yeah. and everything we've learned, we've learned on YouTube. And so, yeah. so, so our challenge at the moment is just to help guys just, just do something, whatever it is. Right. Obviously, another big challenge is that there's so many really poor areas in our country. A lot of the people that we're trying to minister to just don't have access to internet they can't afford data so wow. that's been a challenge that i must be honest we haven't been able we haven't been able to solve so our church is in a pretty wealthy area of the city but yeah. there are churches that we support uh, we've got a missions organization that's actually made up of quite a few americans that are that have been here with us long term and we support five i think it's five rural churches at the moment and and there's just there's just no internet there there's no infrastructure there they're not able to get people together and so we our challenge at the moment is so how do we how do we get the word to them how do we communicate with them how do we minister to them 
And that's a challenge that I must be honest, I'm glad that it's not my challenge. I'm glad I'm not part of the team that's trying to figure yeah. that out because that is just way bigger than, than I can put my head at the moment. Yeah, that's very complex. Yeah. Have you guys noticed, like, is this like really hurting your church financially? Uh, for us, it has not as much as a lot of the other churches that we've spoken to. Um, there are some churches that are, I spoke to um, a guy on Monday, but their income is down 60%. Even after two months, they'd have to let staff go. That's, it hasn't been like that for us. We also have a school. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's possibly, you know, in our, with our school fees, that's where we're seeing that we need to just be creative and find ways. Because again, yeah. if, if your children and your families don't have access to internet, online classes are amazing if you can get yeah. online. Yeah. Um, if you can't, then what does that mean? Wow. So, so far, like- we're trusting, yeah. Well, yeah, totally. It sounds like you guys are on way stricter lockdowns than we are here. Yeah. Because if you guys can't even get together to record a service, everyone's recording their own bits and pieces. That's a lot of editing. Are you guys yeah. using, how are you yeah. keeping people in time with each other? Are you using tracks or? Like- yeah, man, there's this organization called Loop Community. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, so we're using your track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically, um, my wife and I are just recording kind of the basing with the track and everything, sending yeah. that to them. They're recording, so obviously they have to have two devices, one that they're listening to, one that they're recording with, sending it back to me, and I'm, and I'm mixing that. And I've learned the magic of the clap. Yeah. The first week, people forgot to clap, and my word, was that a mission. Yeah, so now try to line up the video. Sit, yeah. If they don't clap, I just delete. Yeah, because it's hard to line the video up with the audio. Yeah, yeah wow. it's basically impossible. Yeah. And do you have them do one song at a time or do you have them record the whole worship set? Yeah. So the first time we did this was for Easter and I got them to do one song. So I got a few different people to do a song. And then the next time we did it, I got people to record like three songs together. But that is, that's been difficult for them. It's obviously a lot easier for me to edit. But it's, right. uh, the feedback was it's hard for me to get like 15 minutes of quiet and interrupted yeah. time to just sit and record this. Some people with devices have done a big storage. Yeah. You know, they struggled. And so, so and I, I'm really, really, really bad. Yeah. We've, I think on average, we've had about 14 people on the screen, vocalists, musos, just to fill it up a bit and, and get it, you know, yeah. also for the church to see some familiar faces. Oh, that's really Otherwise, cool. And it also involves, yeah. it also involves everybody, which is cool. Is there a place yeah. we can actually yeah. see the video? Do you have it posted anywhere? Um, yeah, our service was on YouTube, but I, I mean, I could also post just some single songs. I could send that to you. Yeah. What's the name yeah. of your church? Eastside Community Church. Okay, cool. What, what would you say has been like the heart as a worship director at a church? Cause is that like your full-time job? Like, yeah. Is that your main yeah. thing? What do you think has like yeah. been the hardest challenge for you personally in this? Uh, people not understanding timelines. Like just thinking, oh, yeah. you know, everything, <laughs> yeah, everything, you know. Yeah, I'll get it to you by yeah. Saturday night. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been fine. <laughs> yeah, because then you're up like super late because you have to get it done by Sunday morning. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Any tips you have for uh, <laughs> work leaders who are trying to get everybody's videos in time? Yeah, um, just get it out earlier. So lately now I was working a week in advance. So getting it by Thursday for the following Sunday. So that helps a bit. Yeah. Um, and what I also found was helpful is just to say to, to the guys on the team that if they need to sit it out this week or even if they put up their hand and said, you know, I'll do it and then something comes up, like that's fine too. I mean, there's so much pressure from everywhere else. Yeah, right. 
I, I don't really want, you know, the church to be another source of pressure when it comes to kind of participating, being part of that. So the data thing, I mean, we found that using WeTransfer to get the videos back rather than Google Drive or Dropbox has actually been quicker. I don't know yeah, why, um, but it has been. And so that's helped a lot. I think the biggest tip was just to get them all to, to film the, the right way. Yeah. So either we're all vertical or we're all horizontal. Because that is another yeah. challenge, trying to like mix it all. I've seen some churches that have yeah. done it in a really creative way and it just looks really good. Ours didn't. Yeah, because horizontal is like way better, right? Yeah. Well, Mark, I just wanted to say thanks for what you're doing. Like you're you're being a hero and making worship happen at your church. And it's thanks, tough time. It sounds like you guys have it way tighter over there. It's I can't even imagine. It sounds a lot more difficult, actually, than what we are yeah. experiencing as far as lockdown-wise. Yeah. Um, so hang in there, bro. Thanks so much for thank just you, uh, man. sharing some tips for worship leaders. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you for your platform, man. Honestly, if it, I think if it wasn't for Loop Community, I don't know how we would be doing so much of this because not only has the tracks and everything helped us sound time, but it's, it's really made us sound a lot better. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So well, it's been amazing. Thank you. That's encouraging to hear. That's why we do what we do, man. So yeah. thanks so much. Cheers, eh? All right, cheers. Thanks for joining us on the Leap Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.